हैरी पॉटर एंड द कर्स चाइल्ड पार्ट्स वन एंड टू प्ले स्क्रिप्ट बेस्ड ऑन दिन ओरिजिनल स्टोरी बाय जे के रॉलिंग जॉन टिफनी एंड जैक थॉन अ प्ले बाय जैक थॉन एक्ट वन सीन फाइव हरमाइनी सीट्स विथ पाल्स ऑफ पेपर इन फ्रंट ऑफ अर इन हैरीज मैसी ऑफिस शी स्लोली शॉर्टिंग थ्रू इट ऑल रीडिंग एंड ट्राइंग टू अंडरस्टैंड Harry enters in a rush. He is bleeding from a crease on his cheek. Hermione looks up pitifully. Hermione, how did it go? Harry smiles. It was true. Hermione, Theodore not. Harry in custody. Hermione, in the time turner itself. Harry reveals the time turner. It shines out alluringly. Hermione is amazed to see it. Is it genuine? Does it work? It's not just an R reversal turner. It goes back further, right? Harry, we don't know anything yet. I wanted to try it out there, but then, but wiser heads prevailed. Hermione, well, now we have it, Harry. And you, you are sure you want to keep keep it, Hermione? I don't think we have a choice. Look at it. It's entirely different to the time turner I had, Harry. Dryly. Apparently, wizardry has moved on since we were kids. Hermione, you're bleeding. Harry checks his face in the mirror. He dabs at the wound with his robes. Don't worry, it will go with a scar. Harry, with a grin, what you doing in my office, Hermione? Hermione, I was anxious to hear about here or not, and thought I'd check whether you'd keep your promise and were on top of your paperwork. Harry, ah. Turns out I'm not, Harry. No, you are not, Harry. How can you get my any work done in this chaos? Harry waves his wand and paper and books transform into a neat pile. Harry smiles. Harry, <laughs> no longer chaotic. Hermione, but still ignored. You know there's some some interesting stuff in here. There are mountain trolls riding graphons through Hungary. There are giants with winged tattoos on their back walking through Greek seas. And werewolves have gone entirely underground. Harry, great. Let's get out there. I will get the team together. Hermione, Harry, I get it. Paperwork's boring. Harry, not for you. Hermione, I'm busy enough with my own. These are people and beasts that fought alongside Voldemort in the Great Wizarding Wars. These are our allies of darkness. These combined with that we have just unearthed at Theodore's note could mean something. But if the head of magical law enforcement isn't reading his files, Harry, but I don't need to read it. I am out there hearing about it. Theodore not. It was Theodore not. It was me who heard the rumors about the time tunnel and me who act up act upon it. You really don't need to tell me off. Hermione looks at Harry. This is tricky. Hermione. Do you fancy a toffee? Don't tell Ron. Harry, you are changing the subject. Hermione, I truly am. Toffee? Harry, can't. We are off sugar at the moment. Bits. You know you can get addicted to that stuff. Hermione, what can I say? My parents were dentists. I was bound to rebel at the some point. Forty is leaving it at a little late, but she smiles at a friend. Look, you just have done a brilliant thing. You are certainly not being told off. I just need you to like look at your paperwork every now and again. That's all. Consider this a gentle nudge.
Harry scowls from the minister from the minister of magic. Harry hears the implications in her emphasis. He nods. How's Ginny? How's Albus? Harry. It seems I'm good at fatherhood as I'm at paperwork. How's Rose? How's you? Hermione with a grin. You know, Ron says he thinks I see more of my secretary Ethel, she indicates off, than him. Do you think there's a point where we made a choice, parent of the year or ministry official of the year? Go on, go to go home to your family, Harry. The Hogwarts Express is about to depart for another year. Enjoy the time you have got left, and then come back here with a fresh head and get this first read. Harry, you really think this could all mean something? Hermione with a smile. It could do. But if it does, we will find a way to fight it. Harry, we always have. She smiles once more, pops a toffee in her mouth and leaves the office. Harry is left alone. He packs his bag. He walks out of the office down corridor. The weight of the world upon his shoulder. He walks tired into a telephone box. He dials... 62442 telephone box farewell harry potter he extends away from the ministry of magic act 1 scene 6 harry and jenny po- jenny potter's house albus can't sleep He is sitting at the top of the stairs. He he hears voices below him. We are uh, we hear Harry's voice before his revel. An elderly man in the wheelchair is with him. Amos Diggory. Harry, Amos, I understand. I really do. But I am only just home. And Amos, I have tried to make appointments at the ministry. They say, Ah, Mr. Diggory, we have an appointment for you. Let's see in two months. I wait very patiently. Harry. and coming to my house in the middle of the night when my kids are just getting ready for a, a new year at school it's not right amos two months pass i receive an owl mr tickery i'm awful sorry but mr potter has been called away on urgent business we are going to have to shift things around a little are you available for an appointment in let's see two months time and then it repeats again and again you're shutting me out harry Of course I am not. It's just I'm afraid as the head of Department of Magical Inf- Magical Law Enforcement I'm responsible. Amos, there's plenty you are responsible for. Harry, sorry. My son Cedric, you do remember Cedric, don't you? Harry remembering Cedric hurts him. Yes, I remember your son. He's lost Amos. Voldemort wanted you, not my son. You told me yourself the first he said where kill the spare. The spare. My son My beautiful son was a spare. Harry, Mr. Tigeri, as you know, I sympathize with your efforts to memorialize Cedric, but I was a memorial. I'm not in- interested in a memorial, not any more. I'm an old man, an old dying man, and I'm here to ask you, beg you to help me get him back. Harry looks up astonished. Harry, get him back? Amos, that's not possible. Amos, the ministry has a time turner, does not it? Harry, time turners were all destroyed. Amos, the reason I am here with such urgency is I have just heard rumors, strong rumors, that ministry seized an illegal time turner from Theodore Knot and has kept it for investigation. Let me use that time turner. Let me have my son back. 
there is a long deadly pause. Harry is finding this extremely difficult. We watch as Albus moves closer, listening. Harry, Amos playing with time. You know we can't do that. Amos, how many people have died for the boy who lived? I'm asking you to save one of them. This hurts Harry. He thinks his face hardens. Harry, whatever you have heard, the theater not story is a fiction. Amos, I'm sorry. Delphi, hello. Alpha Albus jumps a mile as Delphi, 20-something determined and quick, is revealed looking through the stairs at him. Oh, sorry, didn't mean to startle. I used to be a big stair listener myself, sitting there waiting for someone to say something in the tiniest bit interesting. Albus, who, who are you? Because this is out of my house and... Delphi, I'm a thief of course. I'm about to steal everything you own. Give me your gold, your wand and your chocolate frogs. She looks fishes in and then smiles. Either that or I'm Delphine Tigory. She extends the stairs and sticks out her hand. Delphi, I look after him, Amos. Well, I try. She indicates Amos. And you are? Albus, rueful grin. Uh, Albus, Delphi, of course, Albus Potter. So, here is your dad. That's a bit wow, isn't it? Albus, not really. Delphi, ah, have I just put my foot in it? It's what they used to say about me at school. Delphi Digni, Delphini Diggory. There isn't a hole she couldn't dig herself into. Albus, they do all sort of with my names too. Pause. She looks at him carefully. Amos, Delphi! She makes to depart and then, she makes to depart and then hesitates. She smiles at Albus. Delphi, we don't choose who we, relate, who we are related to. Amos isn't just my patient, he's my uncle. It's a part of the reason I took the job at Upper Flagley. But that's made it difficult. It's tough to live with the people stuck in the past, isn't it? Almost. Delphi! Albus? Albus. Upper Flagley? Delphi. Sent Oswald's home for old witches and wizards. Come see us sometime, if you like. Amos. Delphi! She smiles and then trips as she travels down the stairs. She enters the room with Amos and Harry in it. Albus watches her. Delphi. Yes, uncle. Amos. Meet the once great Harry Potter, now a stone cold ministry man. I will leave you in peace, sir, if the peace is the right word for it. Delphi, my chair. Delphi. Yes, uncle. Amos is pushed down out the room. Harry is left looking forlorn. Albus watches on and thinking carefully. Act 1, Scene 7 Harry and Jenny Potter's house, Albus's room. Albus is sitting on bed as the world goes on outside his door, still against the constant motion outside. We hear a roar from James from off. Jenny. James, please ignore your hair and tidy that damn room. James, how can I ignore it? It's pink. I'm going to have to use my invisibility clock. James, appears at the door. He has pink hair. Ginny, that's not why your dad gave you that cloak. Lily, who has seen my potions book? Ginny, Lily Potter, don't think you are wearing those to school tomorrow. Lily appears at Albus' door wearing a fairy wings at that flutter. Lily, I love them. They're fluttery. She exits as Harry appears at Albus's doorway. He looks through. Harry. Hi. 
There is an awkward pause between them. Jenny appears in the doorway. She sees what's happening and stays at a moment. Just delivering a pre Hogwarts gift gifts. Ron Santis. Albus. Okay. A love potion. Okay. Harry. I think it's a joke about I don't know what. Lily got farting gnomes. James got a comb that makes his hair turn into a shade of pink. Ron. Well, Ron's Ron, you know. Harry puts down Albus's love potion on his bed. Also, uh, this is from me. He reveals a small blanket. Ginny looks at it. She sees Harry's trunk and then she softly walks away. Albus, an old blanket? Harry, I thought a lot about what to give you this year. James, well, James has been going on about the invisibility clock since time itself. And Lily, I knew she did love wings, but you... You're 14 years old now. Albus and I wanted to give you something, and I wanted to give you something which meant something. This is the last thing I had from my mom. The only thing I was given to Desley wrapped in it. I thought it had gone forever, and then when your great aunt Petunia died, hidden among us possessions, surprisingly, Dudley found this and he kindly sent me to it. Ever since then, well, anytime I have wanted luck, I have found it and t- just tried to hold it and I wondered if you, Albus, wanted to hold it too? Okay, done. Let's hope it brings me luck. I certainly need some. He touches the blanket. But you should keep it. Harry, I think, believe, Petunia wanted me to have it. That's why she kept it and now I want you to have it from me. I didn't really know my mother, but she. I think she did wanted you to do have it too. And maybe I could come find you and it on Hallow's Eve and I'd like to be with it on the night they died. And that could be good for two of us. Albus, listen, I have quite a lot of packing to do and you undoubtedly have ministry work coming out of your ears. So, Harry, Albus, I want you to have the blanket. Albus, and do what with it? Fairy wings make sense, Dad. Invisibility clock does. They also make, they all make sense. But this really, Harry is slightly heartbroken. He looks at his son, desperate to reach out. Harry, do you want a hand packing? I always loved packing. I meant I was leaving private drive and going back to Hogwarts, which was, well, I know you don't love it, but Albus, for you, it's the greatest place on earth. I know, the poor orphan bullied by his uncle and aunt Dursley. Harry, Albus, please, can we just... Albus, traumatized by his own cousin Dudley, saved by Hogwarts. I know it all, Dad. Blah, 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 blah. Harry, I am not going to rise to your pet, Albus Potter. Albus, the poor orphan who went to us to save us all. So may I say, on behalf of visiting kind, how grateful we are for your heroism. Should we bow now for you, will cut do? Harry, Albus, please, you know I never wanted gratitude. Albus, but right now I'm overflowing with it. It must be the kind of gift this mildly blanket that related. Harry, mildly blanket? Albus, what did you think would happen? We did hug. I tell you I've always loved you. What? What? Harry, finally losing his temper. You know what? I'm done being made responsible for your unhappiness. At least you got a dad because I did it, okay? Albus, and you think that was unlucky? I don't. Harry, you wish me dead? Albus, no, I just wish you weren't my dad. 
Harry seeing red. Well, there are times I wish you and my son. There's a silence. Albus notes. Pause. Harry realizes what he just said. No, I didn't mean that, Albus. Yes, you did. Harry. Albus, you just know how to get under my skin. Albus, you meant it, Dad. And honestly, I don't blame you. There's a horrible pause. You should probably leave me alone now. Harry, Albus, please. Albus picks up the blanket and throws it. It collides with the rune's love potion, which spills over all over the blanket and the bed, producing a small puff of smoke. Albus, no luck or love for me then. Albus runs out of the room. Harry goes after him. Harry, Albus, Albus, please.